Good morning again. If you could, in your Bibles, turn to First uh, Timothy six. So, uh, most of you know me pretty well. Um, today's gonna be very practical. Okay, so try and uh, try and look at ways that you can apply this to to your life. Okay. All right, first, first Timothy chapter 6, we're going to start reading in, in verse 1, and I think it's on the board, right? Let as many bond servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and his doctrine may not be blasphemed. And those who have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather serve them because... Uh, those who are uh, benefited are believers and beloved. Teach and exhort these things. Okay, so let's start with the first first thing. Let's get a show of hands here. Who's who's a bond servant? You're going to say, "Oh no, none of us are bond servants." I get, I got. We're all we're all bond servants in some way or another. Okay, so what's a bond servant? A bond servant uh, is a slave. Is is someone who is. Uh, under somebody else's authority to do work, right? So let's look at ways that I'm a bond servant, okay? I go to work uh, 7 o'clock Monday morning, and from 7 to when I leave, 3 o'clock, 3.30, whatever it happens to be, I'm a slave to my boss, okay? Now you're saying, oh, okay, I'm still a kid. I don't have a boss. I don't have a job. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, you do, okay? If you're a kid, I assume you live with your parents. Okay, and your parents are your your master. Eliana, you listening? <laughs> okay, so the idea there is you still have to show them the same respect your parents have to show their boss. Okay, maybe more so. Okay, but hold on, I got Ron here. Okay, he's self-employed. Okay, he owns his own company. I'm sorry, Ron, you're still a bond servant to your customer, right? Even. At the very end of the day, he, the customer is, is the boss. So this applies to everybody, okay? Okay, so one of the things that is kind of interesting to me, my boss, he has this habit of, of saying, you know, hey, Jake, can you, can you do me a favor? And I, I, I've said this to him multiple times, Bob, it's not a favor. You pay me to do whatever you want me to do while I'm here. Okay, that, that's the kind of attitude we should have as, as servants. Okay? Okay, so it says in our verse um, to count your masters worthy of all honor. What does it mean to show your boss all honor? Well, it's to give him the respect that his position deserves, okay? A lot of times we, uh, we, you might have a boss that you don't like, his personality is this, that, or the other thing. Well, I'm sorry. Just because you don't like his personality doesn't mean you don't have to respect his position, okay? His position over you is boss. Respect him as such. Okay, so how do we 
How do we do these? How do we show them the respect? How do we serve our masters well? Well, I'd like to turn uh, to Ephesians 6. There's a verse here that is very similar to what we're looking at this morning. So it's uh, Ephesians 6, verse 7. I'm going to actually read 5 through 9. Bear with me. but uh, Okay, so it says this. Bond servants, be obedient to those who are, uh, who are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling, uh, in sincerity of heart as to Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good doing goodwill doing service as the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. And you masters do the same thing to them, giving up threatening, knowing that your own master also is in heaven and there is no partiality with him. Okay, so I'd like to look specifically at verse 7. Uh, in Ephesians, it says, uh, with good doing service, right? It's not, um, it's not begrudgingly. It's not, okay, I know you asked me to do this, but I'm going to drag my feet. Now I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it with a bad attitude. That's not how we're supposed to show respect to our boss. If your boss asks you to do something, do it. Uh, it also talks about in verse 7 here that uh, we're, we're to work as unto the Lord. Now, a lot of times, I, I have to confess, I forget this. I forget that when I go to work and clock in, I'm doing it to, to make my boss happy. I'm doing it to, to put in the time, get a paycheck. But then I forget, no, when I go to work, I, the work I do, the quality of my work, the faithfulness of my work is unto the Lord. It should be unto the Lord, not uh, the bosses. I guess you could call it a middleman, right? He he reaps a reward of me working to respect the Lord. And the Lord says He will uh, in verse eight here. He says He uh, the Lord will re- reward you. For that faithfulness. It says you will receive the same from the Lord. Okay? So when you work, you work for your boss, but really for the Lord. And then the Lord will reward you for that faithfulness. Okay, another verse here uh, is Titus 2, uh, 9 and 10. So this is, again, this is going to be another passage that talks about bond servants. Exhort bond servants to be obedient to their own masters, to be well-pleasing in all things, not answering back, not proliferating, but showing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. So here we learn a couple things that we want to, to not do, okay? So we looked at things we want to do, now let's look at things we don't want to do. 
not answering back. Have you ever been in a position where your boss asks you to do something and the first response out of your mouth and you kind of, you hear it but you don't really, is no, I don't want to do that. I, uh, I work in a company that um, we, we go up and down a lot in how busy we are and uh, about uh, two months ago we hired this kid, he's uh, maybe a year out of high school. Uh, I think he's 20, thereabouts. Um, and he was hired in to help us uh, in the, with the detail department. So basically his job is to come in, and we have big states, uh, plates of stainless or aluminum, and we have to polish them uh, very specifically. And there's a technique, and you get trained, whatever. So he, he works in the polish, but then it slows down. So instead of laying them off, just because it's a little slow, they, they try and fill his day with maybe remedial tasks, you might call them. But the reason I bring him up is he's hired as a polisher. He considers that that's good, that's meaningful work. I'm, I'm making money for the cust customer, I'm making a part. But then he goes from that to let's sweep the floor, let's clean the machines, let's get your hands dirty, get on your knees and, and scrub the floor. And he wasn't happy. He didn't say anything to his boss, but he wasn't happy. He was complaining to us. And then the day came where the boss comes out and he says, okay, well, I'm going to call him Joe, okay? Joe, I need you to wash the windows. In our, our shop, uh, maybe Matt can attest to this, but in our shop, uh, in a lot of shops like this, they have rooms that are completely glassed in. So you can see everybody on the inside of the room. Uh, makes it easy to know where people are instead of looking in every room. Uh, but those windows get dirty, very, very dirty. And so every couple years, we wash them. So the boss comes, he says, okay, Joe, we're going to wash all the windows. And I, I'll never forget, I, I was actually preparing for this when I, when I, this message when I, when I heard his response. And he goes, no, I don't want to do that. Give me something else. And it just, it, it hit me, wow. Where's the respect? Where's the all honor? Now, <laughs> he's still washing the windows today. I mean, there's a lot of windows, and guess what? He's doing them. Um, but it, it's just a, it, it, the contrast of what a good worker should be, and then a, no, I don't want to do that. Give me something else. Give me something more meaningful that makes me feel good. Okay, so let's look at Colossians uh, 3, uh, verse 22. This is, this is going to back up uh, what I'm saying here. Bond servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as uh, men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God, that whatever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for your service, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong 
will be repaid for what he has done, and there is no partiality. You see, some of us, and I, I can attest that I've seen this in myself, you say yes, okay, my boss's name is Bob, okay, yes, Bob, no problem. But then my actions don't show that. They don't back it up. I, I'm saying yes to please him, but I'm dragging my feet. I have a bad attitude. I'm doing things a lot slower than I should be. I don't have a sincere heart. So it says in verse uh, 23 here, it says, Whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, and not to men. So this, again, goes back to look at, look at the way you work. Are you honoring the Lord with the way you work? Not, you know, am I, am I, is my boss happy? He might be happy. Even though I have a bad attitude, he might not perceive it. But the Lord doesn't miss a thing, okay? And again, it's for reward. I uh, Also, in the last couple of weeks, I saw this guy. He's probably the highest paid guy in my shop. I mean, I don't know for sure, but he's, he's an engineer. He has an office. It's a very nice office. And he works on a computer all day long. And he designs what we build and writes a, a CNC program so that the machinists can... can cut the parts he designs. And every day, he, he'll show up in a suit and tie and sit in his office. But just last week, I see him. Somebody had, uh, had basically dropped a whole bunch of chips right when they were, we have big 55-gallon drums full of metal shavings. And somebody had spilled a whole bunch of shavings right in front of the door to his office. He has these big double-door and so there's chips everywhere. And instead of just walking through them and chalking them into his office, whatever, he, he doesn't go, excuse me, Joe, come clean up your mess. And next thing I know, I see him. He's got his broom and his dustpan, and he's, he's in a suit and tie, sweeping up the floor. See, he's not projecting himself in his mind as better than everybody else. He's saying, look, I have a job to do. And that job right now is to sweep the floor. That job right now is to obey my boss and make sure the company is doing what it's supposed to be doing. He's not focused on, am I doing a remedial job? Anybody can sweep the floor. Let's get the lowest paid guy. No. He's sweeping the floor. Wow. That hit me big time. <laughs> So he's not, he's not just serving his boss, Bob. He's the same boss that I have, right? He's not, he's not serving him just by say-so. Sure, I'll do whatever. No, he's literally serving whatever, whatever it takes. So as much as we like to say, no, there's no way I would ever tell my boss, no, I'm not going to do something. Or tell my boss, you know, that, that's beneath me. You know, I, a lot of times I think I'd never say that. But then I see myself maybe not verbally saying it, but the, my actions say it. Do we, do we do that as well? Do we, or are we like this other engineer that we're, it doesn't matter what it is, we'll do it. 
Okay, so let's look at First uh, Peter chapter two. Okay, so First Peter chapter two. We're going to start reading in verse eighteen. Servants, be submissive to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh, for this is commendable. If because of conscience towards the Lord, one endures uh, grief, suffering wrongfully. So this brings in another concept, okay? We don't all have sinless bosses, okay? We don't all have that, that trophy boss that they, they treat you with respect, they don't talk down to you, they don't um, bully you around, but they, they treat you with respect. But you don't see that here. It says, uh, well, it, it says not only the good and gentle, right? So that good and gentle boss, in my mind, is the, the guy that you love working for who, who treats you well. But it says, be submissive uh, to that boss, but also to the guy who treats you harshly. I, I like to think of this guy as the guy who, Jake, Right now, I need this. It, it, it's very blunt, it's rude, but he's the boss. But it says, uh, for this is commendable. Even if you, your, your testimony is going to shine, if even you can take a harsh boss and still obey uh, in a godly way. Okay, so let's look back at Timothy. So he shifts gears a little bit here in verse, uh, in verse 2, and he says, And those who, who have believing masters... Okay, so what's the difference? Before, it's just a master. It, it could be an unbeliever. Now it's a believer who's your master. And those who have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather serve them because... Those who are benefited are believers and beloved. Okay, so what's the difference here? Well, one, it's a believer working for a believer, right? So what, what's, the, what's the danger here? What's, what's the pitfalls that are going to be different working for just someone you don't know outside of work? You know, um, I used to work for Ron a lot, and uh, I have to confess it was very difficult sometimes to separate personal and work. It was very hard for me because I know him outside of work. I see him. But is there a difference? I, I can, as a brother, I can talk to him maybe man to man, but as my boss, he's in charge. He, makes the sh- he calls the shots. So if he tells me, hey, sweep the floor, come on. You're my friend. I don't want to sweep the floor. Make him do it. No, no, Jake, I'm sorry. He's still your boss. Treat him with respect. So it's, it gives you a, a good reason here 
It says not to despise him because he is a brethren. You know, it's not to look down on him just because he's, maybe you consider him an equal. But rather, it gives you a reason here. It says, but rather serve him because those who benefited are believers and beloved. So it gives you two reasons. They're believers, they're brethren, and they're beloved. So I, I like to, maybe you've heard of this expression before, but we're on the same team, okay? So if I, let's say I make $10 an hour, okay? The money I make and I have access, I can, I can give to the Lord and see that money used for the work of the Lord. In the same sense, if I work for $10 an hour for a boss that's a believer and we make good money because I'm a faithful worker and I work hard and we make money as a company, now he can take that excess money and also pour it into the work of the Lord. It, you're, everybody's working for the same, same team. Okay. So then, it, 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 if we go back to verse two, uh, verse one, excuse me. Um, if we go back to verse one, it talks about why why should we have good testimonies at work? Why should we have um, be submissive to our bosses? Well, in a lot of ways, it's it's almost simple, but you want to you want to honor your boss for a couple of reasons. First is, it says, so that the name of God may not be blasphemed. And I skipped a phrase there, but it's okay. I'll, I'll show you what I'm doing. Okay, so the name of God. So if, if you have a testimony at work as a believer, and you do work well, you, you're a faithful worker, you work hard, you're, you're a submissive employee, the people can associate your good work with who you attest to be. If you're a believer and you do good work, they can equate that part and parcel. Okay? But then it says another, and his doctrine may not be blasphemed. You see, a lot of what you hear from this pulpit, okay, if you apply it to your life, will help you in a day-to-day, -day, very practical way. And people can see that. So if you're, if you're known, if you have a testimony as a believer at work, which I hope you all do, okay, then people can, they're not going to blaspheme the name of the Lord because they realize what you're, the way you work is because of that. And also the doctrine, Okay. All right, so I have, uh, I think Michael and Daniel have, have a handout. I'd like to do something that I think is, it's very practical for me to do. It helps me to, to realize, in a sense, what, what we're talking about here. But go ahead and pass them out, please. And then uh, if you don't have a pen, make sure you get a pen, okay? So what I have done is, uh, we've read a couple verses here, um, and then I want to... Um, I put blanks in there, okay? And where that blank is, either is your name 
or your boss's name. So I've, I've changed, if you actually look at the actual text of the verse and you look at the actual text in front of you, there's going to be maybe a phrase, three or four words missing so that it still makes grammatical sense, okay? You, you'll, you'll understand better when you see it. But we're going to go through these verses and insert your name or your boss's name. Yeah, oh, we'll explain as we go through it. Okay, does everybody have one? If you don't have one, take up your hand so we can, there we go. And then everybody have a writing utensil? Okay, so when I, uh, when I kind of explain how we're doing this, I'm going to use my name, okay, and my boss. So my name, obviously, is Jake, okay? And my boss's name is Bob, so when I say Bob, I'm referring to that, okay? All right. So if we look at Ephesians, Ephesians 6, 5 through 9, we read it earlier. That first blank, okay, that's your name. Okay, so I would, I would read it like this. Jake, be obedient to Bob. Put your boss's name there, okay? So it reads, Jake, be obedient to, you, to Bob according to the flesh with fear and trembling and sincerity of heart as to Christ. Not with eye service as men pleaders, but as bondservants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart with good doing, uh, goodwill, doing service as the Lord, and not to Bob... Okay, knowing that whatever good I do, I will receive the same from the Lord. Now, to me, this really helps me, okay? Because when I look at a verse like this and I put my name in there, it's, 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 hard. it's harder to read it than just reading the verse. Because all of a sudden, it's, this is me. This is how tomorrow morning when I go to work, this is my attitude. This is the way I'm supposed to live. I, I brought this, uh, this plaque here I have. I, I keep it in my living room. And I, uh, I don't remember where I got it, but I thought it was really good. Uh, can you guys read that? Okay, it says... Attitude is everything. Pick a good one. Okay? Now, I suggest to you, this verse, this is a good attitude. This is one that we should pick Monday morning or in five minutes. Okay? And not just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, so you have another verse on your sheet there. It's Colossians 3, 22 through 25. Are you guys cheating? Or are you guys going ahead and filling this out? <laughs> okay, so that first, that first line there, okay, I've substituted the word uh, bond servants. Okay, that's your name. So it should read Michael, okay, or Matt, or Jake. Okay, so it says Jake. Obey Bob 
in all things according to the flesh, not with eye service as men-pleasers, but in, in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And Jake, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to Bob. Whatever you do, do it heartily. Um, sorry. Uh, knowing that from the Lord, I will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. Okay, so here's another good example. This is, this is how we should treat our boss. Okay? Okay, Titus 2, 9 through 10. Your name goes on the first blank. Jake, be obedient to Bob. To do well-pleasing in all things, not answering back. Ooh, how many of us do that? Not proliferating. What, what does that mean? Sorry, it's a kind of a side note. It's stealing. Thank you, Matt. Okay. I actually Googled this because I had no idea. Okay. It's stealing in small quantities. Now, what is, what is a small quantity at work? You know what it could be? You know, paperclip? I hear that. Okay. Pencil? Pen, maybe? Okay. What about, what about that time you spent texting on your phone instead of working? It, could, it doesn't have to be an actual thing. It could be just time. I, I clock in and I clock out. So between those two points, I'm being paid for my time. But if I don't spend that time working, I'm stealing. Okay. Not showing all good uh, fidelity. What's that, Matt? You know that one? I think I have that here. Yeah, it's being faithful. Okay. That Jake may adorn the doctrine of God and our Savior in all things. Okay? So, as we go to work, are we obedient to our boss? Are we well-pleasing in all things, not answering back? That's something I gotta work on. <laughs> okay, first Peter two. Again, this is your name in the front. First blank here. So it says, Jake, be submissive to boss. That would be Bob. With all fear. Not only to the good and gentle, but also to uh oh. Okay, so the word I'm, the, there's two words here. It says, the harsh. Okay, so in, maybe you don't want to write this one down, but is there a boss that is harsh to you at work? Uh, you don't just usually have one boss. I have two, actually. Bob is the president, and I have John, the vice president. Okay, but then I have, I'm, I'm not that high up on the totem pole. I have other people that, Tell me what to do, too. Okay, but is there that one person that really, ugh, they're your boss, they can tell you what to do, but they just, they really get at you. That guy's name goes there. 
Okay? For this is commendable if because of conscience towards God one endures grief, suffering wrongfully. Okay? So, you can do with that piece of paper you want. I'm going to stick it to my toolbox. So, I, this is kind of a habit of mine. I put things in, on the inside cover of my toolbox that remind me of things I should do. This I'm going to tape in that inside cover. Kind of a helpful reminder of the way I should be at work, huh? Okay, so let's think about this for a minute, though, okay? So if, if you're having an issue with the way you're treating your boss, if you're having um, conflicts because you're, you're not honoring your boss the way you should and it's, it's reflecting on, on you and your, your performance, maybe your boss isn't happy with you because you're not treating him the way you should. And rightfully so. He, he has a right to be upset with you if you're not doing these things. But where does it come from? I think it comes from pride. You know, do, do you have too high of opinion for yourself? Do I have too high of opinion of myself? That I, for some reason, I think that I can decide what I'm going to do better than my boss can tell me what I'm going to do. Do I esteem others more highly than myself? Now, I don't know about you, but I spend about 41, 42 hours a week at work right now. And the character qualities that I see the most fail at work, that, that's a testament of your true character. You spend a lot of time at work. When we come to the church, do we, do we put on a masquerade, I've heard it called. Do we put on an act? All of a sudden, all those character qualities disappear. We don't, maybe I don't perceive it in you. Maybe you don't perceive a character quality flaw in me. But the, the person you are at work is a person you are deep down, I think. So look at who you are Are you a faithful worker? Do you talk back? If you, if you talk back to your boss, do you talk back to the Lord when the Lord asks you to do something? So it says at the very end of this passage in, in Timothy, it says, teach and exhort these things. Why? Why, you might ask. Well, it's a, it's a faithful saying. You do these things these are good things to do. They're not just if you, if you decide to, if you want to. These are right and good. So I hope this, this week as you, as you go to work, as you work for your boss and you serve him, I, I pray that you obey him like you're obeying the Lord.
He's not just a mere man. He's an authority God has put over you. Honor Him. Let's pray. Lord, as we look at Your Word this morning, I'm, I'm challenged in my time at work, Lord, to, to honor You more, to respect my boss. Lord, I pray that You would help us all come tomorrow morning to apply these things to our lives, that we might honor You in the way we, we serve our bosses. Lord, thank you for your word. In your name.